Today we're continuing our mailbag segment with some more real-life scenarios to talk through. We're going to talk about tail insurance for advanced practitioners who are covered under a group. What kind of malpractice coverage you need when you're taking over a practice and coverage options for direct primary care. Stay tuned. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. All right, let's jump in. Question number one for today says... I am a physician assistant working for a dermatology practice, and I plan on leaving at the end of the year to take some time off. I think I am covered under the practice's policy, but not sure what to do about tail insurance when I leave. Can you help? Okay, so this is a question that actually just came in today, and it is a PA, there's two PAs that work for a dermatology practice, and they're both going to be leaving. So what do you do about tail insurance if you're covered underneath a practice's policy? So first of all, you need to make sure that is truly how you are covered, because PAs can really be covered two different ways. You can either have your own malpractice policy, or you can be covered underneath the group's policy, and that's generally as like a shared limit policy option. So if you have your own policy, then you will need to make some decisions about tail insurance. If, uh, if you're covered under the group's policy, though, it's a little bit different. So let's say it's the second option and you've confirmed that you don't have your own insurance. You are indeed covered underneath the practice's policy. Well, if the policy is an occurrence form, then it's easy enough. You can actually just walk away, you can leave the practice, and there's no need for any tail insurance at all after you leave. But let's say the practice has a claims made policy. So when you leave, do you need to buy tail insurance? The answer is actually no. And here's why. The practice's policy is the first named insured. So let's say the name of the practice is ABC Dermatology. ABC Dermatology is going to continue to be working. So that policy will continue to stay active. And since you were only covered as an additional insured, you actually, your policy stays active with them. So you were simply named as an endorsed additional provider on that policy. So when you walk away, they don't need to buy tail insurance for you because the whole policy is still staying active. So what does that mean in terms of your ongoing coverage? Well, let's just say hypothetically a claim does come in against you and it's two years into the future and it's for a provider or for services that you rendered when you worked for that group. Well, then that group's policy will still activate to cover you. So you don't need to buy tail insurance when you leave. As long as the practice keeps that corporate policy active, then you're going to continue to have coverage going forward. 
The only time we need to worry about tail insurance in this example would be if the practice itself ever decides to completely close. So let's just say ABC Pediatrics, or sorry, ABC Dermatology, let's say they sell to a hospital in 10 years, and so they don't need to carry their own malpractice insurance anymore. When that time comes, then the corporation will have to buy one tail policy, and it will cover the practice and any physician assistants or any other ancillary staff that ever worked for them. So that one tail policy, when it finally does get purchased, will cover you and anyone else that's ever worked for the practice previously. So that's kind of a long-winded answer, but suffice to say, if you're covered as an additional insured, you don't have to buy your own tail insurance when you leave. But you do probably need to get something in writing from the group just confirming that's how you're set up, but that's generally the way that it works. Okay, question number two in our mailbag today says, I am a pediatrician in Oklahoma, and I have recently taken over a practice from another physician. I will be maintaining the same location and the same patient base, but need to get my own malpractice insurance. What are my options? Okay, so this is another provider that we talked to earlier this week, um, and this doctor is, again, taking over a practice for someone else. So he's actually buying the practice from another group of individuals, and he'll be taking over um, the patients, the same office, everything else is remaining the same, but now he needs to get his own coverage. So what are his options? They're really the same options as they would be for anybody. So he can either do an occurrence policy or a claims made policy, and he'll need to get coverage for himself and he'll need to get coverage for the practice. Now, the one thing he's gonna have to take a look at is what kind of insurance did that practice have before? So whatever the old owners were, I don't know if they had coverage with another carrier, it's either gonna be, again, an occurrence policy or a claims made policy. He's just gonna wanna make sure that that gets tied up and closed before he starts a new insurance policy going forward. So let's say the old owners had a claims made policy. Probably the cleanest way to do it would be for them to cancel that insurance and buy the tail and have him start a new fresh policy on his own since he's the new owner. Other than that, there's really nothing else that's unique about this particular request. He'll go ahead and get himself his own policy. The practice will get their own policy and then he should be fine going forward. All right. Last question of the day in our mailbag says, I am a direct primary care provider in Florida and our practice works on a cash basis, meaning we don't have any payers. Because of this, the number of patients that I serve is much smaller and I spend more quality time with each individual. I feel like I am a better than average risk because of this. Are there any special discounts for me? All right, so we have a direct primary care provider who wants to know if there's a special rate for them. And the answer is actually yes. So direct primary care is actually becoming increasingly more common and malpractice carriers are realizing that they are actually a better than average risk for the reasons that this person just mentioned. So if you're DPC, that means 
you're doing cash only, you generally have a much smaller group of patients that you're treating and you're spending a lot of time with them. So we actually are seeing that these providers just don't get sued as often. And so most carriers now are either giving you a special rating classification that is specifically for direct primary care or we're also seeing some carriers that are actually giving a special discount for DPC doctors. So not everybody is on board with this yet, but we are starting to see some carriers move in this direction. So as direct primary care continues to evolve and get more, I guess, popular across the country, I think we will see more and more of this going forward. So the quick answer to that question is yes, there are carriers that will be willing to price this one a little bit more competitively. But the other thing to consider is that, you know, if you've got a really good track record and you've never been sued, you're going to get a more competitive rate anyways, because you'll automatically qualify for like that um, loss free credit or the no claim credit. So you're going to already get a better than average rate just based on the fact that you've got a really good loss experience. So really great questions today. I really appreciate everybody sending those into the mailbag. If you have any questions on these topics or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. And don't forget to give us a like and please leave a review. Your feedback and support helps us to reach more people. And we're so grateful for your clicks and your kind words. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.